to be chased by a dude wearing somebody else's face with a chainsaw through the woods. Is there anything more horrifying? Freddy Krueger, go suck a dick. Welcome to Movie Mug and the father and son podcast that's hornier than Ron Jeremy. Oh, yeah. And more well-endowed than Ron Jeremy. No, that is not true right there. But Maybe for one of us. Can you imagine when they when he answered that casting call and they were like, oh, look at this guy. There's, like, who brought him in? And then he just whips it out and it's like Dirk Diggler. They're like, all right, you're hired. When can yeah. you start? <laughs> right now. Yeah. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. I want to kind of go into that a little bit more. The whole, we have a conversation, because that's what we do. We don't really review it. I mean, we kind of do, but really, we just kind of watch it, and then we have a conversation based on whatever, because like, here's here's the deal, man. We're we're doing this for fun. We're doing this to have a a good father-son time. We're doing this for good memories, and we don't really want to stick to a, okay, Strict. Yeah. How about the cinematography? How about the acting? How You know, I mean, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but we may talk a little bit about the movie and then we might get sidetracked and we're okay with that. Uh, but every once in a while, we've had one that was like legit professional. That's not our element, though. That's we we look back on those ones and go, wow, you know what? <laughs> that was different. We are what we are. All right. Well, this is episode number thirty nine. Wow. It seems like just yesterday more until fifty. Yeah, that's, that's like a big halfway mark. Yeah, 50 is almost a year. And wow, we need to start planning what we're going to do. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's get into it. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important. So the new Top Gun is coming out. I, I know we watched Top Gun and did a podcast about it right here. I think it's coming out this year. It wasn't a bad movie or anything, but doing a remake that's like 40 years later. 34. Close enough to 40. That's just, that's a money grab and a half, and I'm not going to fall for that shit. And yeah, it's got Tom Cruise in it, and he's pretty cool. But it's just, I, I don't know. I have no interest in seeing what's most likely... A really corny, shitty movie. So I've seen the previews, and there's a lot of familiar things. Of course, Tom Cruise is getting yelled at or something like that because mm-hmm. he probably buzzed a tower or did something he shouldn't have done. There's also, I don't know if it's sand football, I can't remember, but there's some game some where people have their shirts off and they're playing a game. Uh, all oiled and, up. And I think that they were crowded around a piano doing a song. Highway oh gosh, if they bring that back. That's what they're doing on the song, I bet. <sighs> Playing on Goose's Ghost is sitting on the piano bench. Except they uh they let some like new band like Bieber do Highway to the Danger uh-huh. Zone or something like that to like up upgrade it. No. Uh so I was pretty much like, you know what, I'll give it a chance when it comes on cable. But <laughs> yeah. Then I saw this and I was like, let me just read this. Top Gun 2. Why Goose's son doesn't trust Tom Cruise's Maverick. Dude, that's why I fucking don't want to see this shit. It's going to be terrible. Like, so, if you go see this fully expecting, like, the spiritual successor, or whatever you'd call it, to Top Gun, where it's just going to be just as good, 
Because Top Gun 1, that was a pretty good movie. I don't remember what I rated it, but yeah, I look back movie. on it fondly. I agree. This would just destroy that. That's like the new Star Wars movies. Why the fuck? You know why? Because they just want some fucking money. Mm-hmm. Their pockets are looking a little bit emptier than they used to be, and they will just want more. I don't think they're empty at all. I think they're well, just true, fucking filling up vaults full of money. They can just never get enough. Yeah. And at the expense of great storylines and movies and fans. And you know what? Star Wars fans out there, it's all subjective. True. I I grew up loving the originals. Me too. And then they put out the one with Jake Lloyd as young Anakin and Jar Jar Banks. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here, man? You've had this many years to do a new Star Wars and this is the shit you come out with. And the other ones, eh, some of them are okay. But for the most part, I'm just not a big fan. And that's okay. You don't have to hate me for it. I know that the people are... Uh, they're they're real sensitive when it comes to Star Wars. But getting back to Goose's son, are you fucking kidding me? Goose's son is going to be in Top Gun and maybe a fighter pilot or something like that. What? Why? No. That's not necessary. <sighs> okay. Well, you got anything else for lobby time? Actually, I do. Well, it's <laughs> been a, it's been a while. Are you serious? Yeah. So okay. I saw a YouTube video and they were kind of comparing the Impossible Burger that's no meat to like regular meat burgers okay and i don't know they were all saying that it was fine or whatever i'm very skeptical i'm 99 percent sure i would be able to just tell instantly that it's not beef are we going to burger king i mean i'd like to yeah <laughs> okay so we we did the popeye's chicken sandwich it would just make sense that we, we tackle something else so how are we going to do this are we just going to are we going to compare them and try to guess which is which or? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's head to Burger King. Okay. All right. And we are back from Burger King and we have got an impossible Whopper and a regular Whopper. And blindfolds on. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Jack and I are blindfolded right now. We brought Olivia. Welcome, Olivia. Hey. She is going to unwrap the burgers and fake burger, and I guess we're going to give it a try and try to figure out which is which, or if we can tell the difference between a regular Whopper and an Impossible Whopper. All right, here we go. Okay, Vince, here's your (laughs) burger number one. So am I waiting for Jack, or am I? Here is burger A. Okay. Oh, it's a plate. It is a plate with a burger on it. All right, possibly a burger. All right, you ready? Impossibly Jack? a burger. You ready? Yeah. All right, let's do this. Tastes like a burger. Mm-hmm. Must me nervous. But <laughs> is it a burger? I think this tastes just like a burger. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not going to say I think it's a burger in case it's not. <laughs> well. Are we doing a second bite? No, let, let's let's just try the next one. Okay. Jack, there's... Oh, yep. That's yours. That's Burger B. Hang on. Wait. Don't. I'm just getting my grip on it. And your Burger B. All right. Thank well, you. Well, that one tasted like a burger. I'm nervous. It's, this is about to not <laughs> taste like a burger. All right. You ready, Jack? Yeah. All right. Let's get it. First one was a burger. That's what I think. Oh, but are you 100%. Sure? Yeah. I'm very sure. Yeah. First one was a burger. This, this is, isn't meat. This this is this is the impossible burger or it's the impossible. Not, it's not <laughs> bad, but it has like a different aftertaste. This is one hundred percent not a burger. Okay, yeah. 
Do you want to know if you're right? Uh, no, I already know I'm right. Yeah, I know I'm right too. That does not. That's correct. My blindfold is motherfuckers lied to us. I know. You know what? It doesn't taste like a fucking burger. (laughs) Jack, I could tell by the look on your face. You knew. (laughs) I knew immediately. Yeah. All right. Nice try, Burger King. I mean, you know what? If I'm taking a second bite, just to make sure. I really didn't like it, but it's just like second bite was better. What? Okay. Are you acquiring a taste for the Impossible Burger? Um, is there a reason to acquire a taste for the Impossible Burger? It's like environmental is it, stuff. Is it better for you? I mean, I guess. It's not red meat. Not sure what it is. You're right. The second bite's better. Okay, I'm going to try just taking off a piece of the patty with cheese on it. I'm going to have a bite of my real burger. Yeah. <laughs> the real burger is so much better. This is intriguing. <laughs> What's intriguing about it? <clears throat> the consistency is the same. I'm going to just take off a little piece of the patty. I'm curious what it's made out of. <clears throat> Pulling the little piece off, that, that tasted more like meat. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. All right, so what have we learned here? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But it doesn't taste like a burger. But it's obviously... Jack is still eating it. Yeah, he is. I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so we've learned that you can't fool us, Burger King. Nice try. You can't fool us, Impossible Burger. All right, thank you, Olivia, for uh, sure for doing that. We appreciate you. You're did dismissed. Y'all bring me any food? No, we did not. It's good. I hate Burger King. Yeah, to be fair, Burger King does bad things to her bowels. So <laughs> thanks for sharing. Dark secrets revealed. Yep. Probably do bad things to y'all's bowels later. Look how what's in that shit. Her face turned red again. (laughs) Shooter secrets. All right. I hate you. I'm leaving. Thank you. Good. Appreciate it. All right. We're all done with lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, Verdict? Well, I'm a little bit surprised, to be honest. I was pretty much expecting like burger and plant devil burger, (laughs) but it tasted, it tasted close enough. So let me ask you this. If... You wouldn't have tasted the regular burger first. Do you think maybe that might have no. tainted it? Okay, well, let me ask you this. Say you're over at somebody's house and they're like, hey, there's this new burger place. I'm going to go pick up some burgers for us. And they brought those back. Would you have thought it was a real burger, but just a different taste? Now that maybe, yeah. yeah. I think maybe. Because I think- it was close enough. It didn't taste like beef. It just didn't. But it tasted close enough to beef to where I thought maybe... In the right situation, this could have just seemed like a burger with a little bit of a sweeter, like spice put on it or whatever. It was just like slightly different, but also completely different, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It was obviously not beef. And anybody who's had a beef burger before and then has one of those in a commercial or anything and says that it tastes the exact same, they're bullshitting well, or I don't... they're being paid or whatever. Yeah. It, it just it doesn't taste anything like it. But at the same time. It tastes really close to it. Okay. So the verdict is not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Definitely not a meat burger, but yeah. not bad. All right. Well, you got any more surprises for us? Uh, Yeah, I guess the movie. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay. So I think this might be a movie mug and record. All right. Uh, that I'm about to say this movie came out in 1974. Are you shitting me? No. Okay, that's very, very weird, because I think that's the oldest movie that we've done on here so that's far. That's the record, yeah. 
I believe it is. All right. Okay. Uh, it's rated R. All right. Uh, it got a runtime of 83 minutes. Nice and short. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a score of 88, and the audience gave it an 82. IMDb gave this movie a 7.5 out of 10. The Mormon Mothers tell us that there's one hard-to-hear use of the word shit, and that the form of nipples are visible through a girl's shirt. This movie is called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, boy. It's the original one. All right. Wow. I've I've only seen like one remake of it. Never seen this one. Figured I'd whip it out because it sounded fun. Don't whip it out. Um, whip out the chainsaw. You know what? I've never seen it. Wow. By the time I think I'd heard about it, maybe I was five or six, I don't know. But the whole idea of it just scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, rightly that, so. That I never... I don't think I ever wanted to see it, and then just time went by, and it's just something that that I never ended up seeing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited about this. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I am too, because I haven't seen it either. Yeah, let's do this. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we're back after watching 1974's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. What do you th- do? You think I picked well? I think you picked well. I do too. Let me give it the 50 cent tour. So there's uh, several teenagers and they're heading somewhere to see if grandpa's grave had got robbed, which is a whole other little story. So mm-hmm. not really pertinent to the plot. They're just a bunch of grave robbings in Texas. Yeah. So these kids, they are about to run out of gas. So they stop at a gas station and the guy says, we don't have any gas. And one of the guys said, hey, my grandpa used to live around here somewhere. And so they drive over to where grandpa used to live and it's an abandoned house. And then they kind of go wandering off and they wander up to this other house where um, Leatherface lives. Mm-hmm. And he just starts. It's unfortunate. He just starts killing them. Yeah. They didn't play around with the drawn out deaths. The deaths were fucking quick, man. Let's see what the internet has to say about this. When Sally hears that her grandfather's grave may have been vandalized, she and her paraplegic brother Franklin set out with their friends to investigate. After a detour to their family's old farmhouse, they discover a group of crazed, murderous outcasts living next door. <laughs> As the group is attacked one by one, the chainsaw-wielding Leatherface, who wears a mask of human skin, the survivors must do everything they can do to escape. That was from IMDb. It's fucking horrifying. And apparently, it is based on a true story, but this is a horror movie, and horror movies are pretty embellished. This is uh, not based on true events or a true story. Really? It's, it's loosely based on Ed Gein, the serial okay. killer. So, Well, that'd be crazy if it was. And imagine, you're just going on a road trip with your friends, and then you run out of gas, and so you're just kind of walking around, and then you find a fucking a creepy-looking house to explore or whatever. So you're going to go inside because you're an adventurous teenager, and then there's just a dude in business clothes, a yellow apron, someone else's face, and a chainsaw starts fucking chasing after you and a sledgehammer. That'd be one of the most, probably the most horrifying thing that could ever happen to you. So let's talk about the first guy who walked in there. They're trying to find gas. He hears this generator. He goes up to the house. He knocks on the door. It's one of those things. The door opens. So he hears a noise. So he goes in and he walks in and then Leatherface is just right there and just bangs him with a hammer, bangs him with a hammer again, and then slides his fucking metal door shut. And it's yeah. like... Holy shit. Like, they they were prepared. (laughs) So, there's the front door, and directly across from it is this, is the room Leatherface was in. You don't see him, though. 
but the walls are all red. There's various animal skulls all on the wall and shit. As soon as I saw that, I'm going to be like, okay, maybe some other house has gas. Yeah, no doubt. But this dude, fucking Kirk, he just walks in. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just right about to enter that room. Boom. And oh, it's fucking creepy, man. Then his girl goes and in. That that metal door just sealed I know, the deal. It really did. When it, he, when he slid that metal door shut, I don't know, man. That was fucking horrifying. It's like in Saw. Whenever uh, uh, don't liken this to Saw. <laughs> don't even bring up Saw just, when we're talking about the Texas Chainsaw what I, Massacre. I was trying to make the analogy, not the analogy or whatever comparison. Whatever the actual uh, John Kramer when he st- stood up and was like game over and slid the door. It was just like the same kind of deal. He slid the door and shut the two guys in there, and then they just died. Then Kirk's girlfriend is like, Kirk, come out. Quit playing around. Mm -hmm. You know, one of those things. And she goes in there, and as she's walking, the metal door slides open, and fucking Leatherface is right there. And she goes running out toward the door, and he runs up, and he catches her, and he's pulling her back in, and he fucking takes her inside, and he hangs her on a meat hook. It's terrible. So she's on this meat hook, squirming around, obviously in pain, and Kirk's there laying in front of her, and then fucking Leatherface gets the chainsaw and mm-hmm. just starts fucking cutting up Kirk right in front of her. Yeah. We kind of skipped over it. All the furnishings are like made out of like gruesome stuff. Like There's this couch, and the armrests are fucking arms. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's just disgusting. <laughs> That's so gross. There was a chair that had arms, too, and you were like, oh, that's a nice armchair right there. Well, yeah, that's the that's the one that the arms were bone. But later on, there was a chair that was arms, like n- not decomposed. Like If you cut my arms off right now and glued it to a chair, boom, you got it. Yeah. So in the beginning, when they were driving, they decided to pick up this hitchhiker. And mm-hmm. the fucking hitchhiker's crazy, and we later find out that he's part of this family. That he's Leatherface's brother. So hitchhikers really aren't a thing anymore. They were a big thing in the 70s, and people actually stopped to pick them up. And people got killed by them. They really did. Like Eileen Warnos. She was a hitchhiker, wasn't she? I know she killed a bunch of like truck driver guys. The first part was really, really long and really, really strange, where mm-hmm. they were just traveling there, and the, the brother that was in a wheelchair, he was just a strange character. It, it, just, it was weird, and it took a while, but it never really bothered me. It was a little bit boring, but not too boring because there was that such such a strange feeling you had. Yeah. Everything was extremely off. Yes. And you didn't know when shit was going to start. And there was just this very, like, there was an underlying creepiness to pretty much everything that happened. Uncomfortableness, for sure. Everything was super uncomfortable. And it was just so eerie and freaky. And then once you see Leatherface and it's just fucking... Game like, on. all bets are off there. <laughs> I'm fucking... Uh, sorry, if I walk in with, like, five of my closest friends and all my family members, I'm still running. Like, there is no way I'm going to go back. <laughs> That's just not how it works. Jump scares in movies typically don't phase Ever. me at all. This movie had two jump scares that got me. The first one was whenever uh, the brother and sister, uh, the one in the wheelchair... We're going to look for all their friends in like pitch black darkness. And so they see the light of the house and they're going towards it. And you're really just expecting them to get to the doorstep and knock on the door and then be like, oh, fuck, something's very wrong. Oh, there's Leatherface. Ah, no, he just pops up out of fucking nowhere and yes, he does. starts slicing up the dude in the wheelchair with his chainsaw. Oh. I, I'm pretty sure my ass left the couch. That one got me the most. <laughs> that- 
I don't remember the other one. Well, the other one was the girl who was hanging up on the meat hook. They ended up putting her in the freezer. Oh. And when Jerry went to investigate, he heard some noise in the freezer, mm-hmm. and he opened it up, and she's just laying there. And oh, then all of a sudden, she yeah. bolts up, and I wasn't fucking expecting that either. Yeah. The the whole meat hook thing, that's oh. basically the br- most brutal shit ever. To be hung like on a meat hook in the middle of your fucking back. Oh. Ugh. The only thing that I think took away from it is the lack of blood, for the most part. Because if people are dying from a chainsaw, there needs to be some blood. Like, there doesn't need to be, but, like, I would really, really prefer if there was. I thought this worked without it. It it did work. It's one of those rare movies that can pull off the no-blood shit. I would have loved for there to have been some, because she was on the meat hook, and then, point blank, the dude's getting chainsawed, like, his dead body or whatever, and there was just dust. Like, I, I, that's the only part I really, really noticed it in and was disappointed. In the end, the girl whose brother was in the wheelchair and was getting cut up, Leatherface is chasing her with a chainsaw. Mm. She finally gets away and she runs back to the gas station and turns out the guy there is part of the family and knocks her out, knocks her out and then takes her back there. They tie her up. How fucking horrifying to be tied up at a place like that. And with these crazy people, I just, and just knowing you're about to die. Oh <laughs> God, she, she finally gets away again. And then just things get even fucking crazier, man. They're just chasing her down the road. Leatherface is there. The crazy guy, the hitchhiker is there. So she runs out to the road and there's trucks going by. And one of the trucks runs over the hitchhiker guy. It, chaos. it was, it was chaos. <laughs> She's all bloody. She finally gets in the back of a truck. They, they get away. And then one of my favorite parts is, Leatherface, he's not like worried that the authorities oh, are going to come yeah. or that she got away. He's just fucking dancing with his chainsaw crazy in the middle of the road. And it's just like sunset in rural Texas. It's just orange everywhere. And well, in the beginning, he was dressed in just like a, a short sleeve shirt with a tie and slacks and then the apron. And like a human face on. Just a regular attire. And then... uh Whenever she woke up at the table or whatever, it was for dinner. And so they were all sitting there. So Leatherface has a suit on and he has a face with makeup on it. Yes. And it has like grandma hair. And so he's in that. And that's fucking, <laughs> that's really creepy. And he's just, it was so awesome. He's just dancing around, th- throwing his chainsaw in the air with his hands. Like not, th- not letting go of it, but like putting it above his head and just spinning and yelling and the chainsaw so loud and then <sighs> boom credits and that was that was one of the most not not the greatest end sequence where the girl got away at, a, at impossible odds or whatever oh, man i don't see her a, a person getting out of that in real life i didn't like that she lived but by end scene i mean leatherface running around with his chainsaw dancing around in glory Great ending. That was glorious. I love how it ended with that. And it, was, it wasn't it was like he winded down and finished his dance of whatever. It was just an abrupt cut mm-hmm. to silence. Yeah. From basically ear rape, chainsaw noises, straight to silence, and then the credits. And it was just, <sighs> it was one of those moments where I thought, damn, that was awesome. <laughs> to be chased by a dude wearing somebody else's face with a chainsaw through the woods is there anything more horrifying? No. <laughs> no. No. You know, I really don't think so. I uh, I went to a haunted house when I was a kid, and I did not make it through the haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the first room we went in was a, a guillotine. Mm. And there's a person in there, they're screaming, and then the head gets chopped off and it goes in this basket and it looked real as fuck. How old do you think you are? Um, nine. Oh, fuck that. And then the people that were running the guillotine, they start reaching in the crowd to find somebody else and that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and so then we get out of the room as fast as we can and we're walking towards something else and a guy busts out with a chainsaw right in front of you. I'm like, nope. And I headed right back to the front door and I fucking ran out and oh. I was like, I nope, can't do it. Nowadays you got to sign waivers and you're like oh. not allowed to turn back. Man, this this movie, I'm I'm a little fucking stressed out right now. I'm not really stressed <laughs> out. I'm just I'm on edge. There you go. Yeah. Cuz I mean, I I've seen one remake of this movie and that was my only experience with it. And it was much gorier, much bloodier, same kind of shit, except none of no one was in a wheelchair or anything. But it was that one was pretty rough because Leatherface grabs like the main boyfriend of the main girl or whatever and takes him to the basement. And so the girl ends up like going and finding her boyfriend all strapped up to this like operating table. He can't move. And then Leatherface starts running down the stairs. So she gets under this table that her boyfriend's on, which has like, it's really high. So she, she should have been seen instantly. But instead, uh, Leatherface uh, shoves the chainsaw through the boyfriend's middle section and it goes through the table and it shows like the girl trying to be quiet. And then later on in the movie, Leatherface is wearing the dude's face. Like he swapped to a fresh <sighs> one that's all moist with the bloody edges all around it. And she noticed and that was pretty fucking creepy. But these, I think these movies, since I've seen two now, always end with the pretty girl running away from the fucking ravenous leather face. I'm okay with that. But I she, am too. She's ruined forever. Oh, you don't recover you saw from that the look ever. in her eyes. Yeah. She was batshit for the rest of her life. No amount of therapy <laughs> is going to do that job, man. No. No amount's going to bring you back. No. All right. Favorite parts? Uh, man, that first jump scare, I was. I was kind of delighted about that. I I don't know if I've ever really seen you get jump scared. I don't think I really saw it this time because I got jump scared too. <laughs> I did, but man, twice. the fact that you have admitted twice yep. in one fucking movie, yep. who would have guessed? And it's from 1974. You Normally you're able to see that <sighs> shit coming in old movies. You're, you really are, man. And, and I guess nowadays you are too because that's where it came from. Yeah. But that was exciting. And I would say that end scene, that was mm. like masterpiece that the, that he just that's my favorite part the end scene where he's just dancing around he's doing circles he's swinging his he's swinging his chainsaw he then he's putting it above his head and like hoisting it and celebrating it and and then it cuts to black and yeah man that was that's one of my favorite endings of a movie ever i would say so too ever that captured the essence of the movie. Yep, it did. It captured the crazy. Mm -hmm. It like just the family dynamic. I don't know. I I loved. I like Leatherface. He's one of my favorite like killer ideas. Freddy Krueger, go suck a dick. Jason Voorhees, go suck a dick. Michael Myers, the fucking creepy, doesn't talk, never gives up, gonna stab the shit out of you. Common collected that is fucking horrifying that mask and that breathing and yes. yeah he was that character horrifying up. for sure and the butcher knife or whatever mm -hmm. kitchen knife and then two like the opposite end of the spectrum the screaming oinking fucking chainsaw Moaning. wielding <sighs> just in the creepiest outfit wearing somebody else's face 
that is like the opposite end of the spectrum from Michael Myers. And I think it's scarier. One of them is like horrifying. The scary, horrifying, gonna fucking make you shit your pants. And then there's the Michael Myers, which is the the slow burn style of, oh, fuck, that's horrible, eerie, creepy. Uh, there's a huge difference to me between horrifying and like yeah, creepy. Absolutely. Slash, and I think we've kind of had this conversation before. I think but, so too. But Leatherface was fucking horrifying. Um, bucket of chicken time. Uh, so I'm going to give my bucket of chicken to the person who came up with and created Leatherface. And then the side of gravy would go to Leatherface himself for just being persistent. <laughs> I don't know. This is scary. So are we doing this side of gravy now? Because that's a, you've I, done I it a couple of times. I just do it whenever I feel like I need to. Whenever there's something else I kind of want to address with it. I'm going to give mine to Leatherface because fuck, he's fucking horrifying. But I also thought just the fucking title of this movie <laughs> yeah. is the best horror movie title of all time, I think. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That just gets straight to the point. And yeah, and just that it came out in 1974. They like beat people to the punch. And that's fucking, that's a horrifying title to a movie, man. Horrifying title. Yeah, the title's fucking scary. Those are two words you never want to hear in the same sentence. Chainsaw Massacre? Nope. I mean, you don't ever really want to hear Massacre. Unless you can be like, oh, I just massacred that toilet in there. Don't go in there. <laughs> but that's a much more lighthearted context. But what else could go with massacre that would even come close? Like axe massacre or... Fucking chainsaw, Lawnmower man. massacre. Lawn- <laughs> no. That's pretty bad. But there's nothing. Chainsaw massacre, that's fucking... Oh, fuck. I can't think of a more horrifying title to a to a horror movie than the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Because you mean, don't even have to see it to know what it looks and sounds like. Oh, uh, your imagination <laughs> can just take it from there. <laughs> He's so horrifying. I think in the beginning, whenever the, the girl was walking in after her boyfriend who just got sledgehammered, and there was like the oinking, mm-hmm. that was fucking him. Yeah. yeah. He, I don't know if he was like setting a trap. Of course he was. Or... Uh, <sighs> Oh, there's or a if he's just here. fucking sitting there oinking because he's crazy. Well, that's, that's a like good that's point. my. <laughs> oh, you don't shit. know. That's even more horrifying. The he fact just, that he may not be trying to lure them in with pig noises that he might just be in the room making pig he, noises because that's who he is. He just killed one and is like oinking about it oh, happily fuck. to himself. Oh my gosh! <sighs> it just brings another point to I it. I know that just makes a little him more depth, even more horrifying than I originally <laughs> thought he was. Because yeah, if that's the case, damn. No thanks. Oh, my fucking shoulders are up in here. I'm tense just talking about him. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. All right, score time. Man, um, I actually haven't given it any thought, surprisingly. Uh, I'm going to go 85. I was going to go 90. Were you? Okay. Yeah. As far as killers go, Leatherface gets 100. Yeah. But the movie gets an 85. I was so pleasantly surprised, man. Yeah. This might be the movie... That and Warriors to change my perception of movies made before 1980. Yeah. Okay. Because that was... There's more. That was really good. There's more. All right. Anything else? Uh, No. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode number 39 of Movie Muggin. Um, if you want to keep up with us, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. We also have a website called MovieMuggin.com, and you can go there and look at all the movies that we mugged, or you can ask us a question or suggest a movie for us to watch. Kind of glad this one's over, man. I'm, I'm ready to get out of this room and go relax somewhere else. 
Yeah, me too, actually. All right. Well, we do appreciate you listening. Yeah. We love you and have a movie mugging day. Yep. I mean, I really did enjoy the frog masturbation.